Hey guys. How's everyone doing? I hope that we're all holding up inside of our, wherever you are, hopefully yeah. inside. It's crazy times, but we're right there with you guys. Yep. Um, so today we have uh, Nicole Lopez coming in. Sydney, you know her from The Bachelor. Yeah, she was like one of my very first friends on Bachelor, and then we both did Paradise together, where she was a very hot commodity. She's feisty. She, I love her. She's really great. Um, yeah, it was a great conversation. We talk about like why she joined The Bachelor, why she decided to go on the show, her relationship with Clay in Paradise, and kind of like her home life and what she's up to now. Yeah. She's like a fireball from Miami, so it's going to be a good one today. Um, Sydney, how are you holding up with the whole corona thing? I'm okay because as long as I can get myself outside at least once a day, obviously away from people, I've yeah. just been going on like runs or walks in the neighborhood, and as long as I do that, I seem to be fine. Um, we joke about this with Nicole, but I feel like going on The Bachelor somehow prepared me to be inside for a long period of time and kind of not doing much because you don't <laughs> do a lot while you're on the show. Um, I would prefer it to be with people like that one was, but you know, I'm with right. family. So yeah. it's pretty good. How are you holding up? You know, it's, it's, I just came back to New Jersey yesterday from the city. The city for me, it was like, I was in my studio apartment. It was small. Like there was only one elevator working. It was just so anxious like I was so anxious and so for me to come get some fresh air and be with my dogs it like it helps it really does put things into perspective too like what's important and yeah dogs are very helpful in this time especially since you can hug them and they have no idea what's going on yeah a lot of energy into my dog (laughs) (laughs) I love it but um when before I came back to Jersey when I was in the city I had two FaceTime dates with two different guys Okay, let's get into that. How did this happen? I just, being, not being able to do my regular things that I always did, I've been on dating apps more. So wow. I've been on, I was on Raya and I, and I just like started connecting with two people and one of them was like, what do we do? And I was like, I don't know, FaceTime date? And he was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So like I made my tequila and club and he made his drink, like whatever. <laughs> and so we like cheers over FaceTime and it was cute. It was like, it's kind of like love is blind, except you can see the person's face type of yeah. thing. Would um, you go on a real life date with either of these guys, you think? One of them I would. One of them, okay. The second one, because I did these back to back, which may or may not have been a good idea. But so I had my drink from the previous guy. And then I went to like the second date. And I didn't, we didn't like, the first guy and I were like, yeah, we're gonna make drinks. We're gonna like make it their thing. But the second guy and I didn't. And so I was drinking tequila and he was like, you're drinking alone. And I was like, what? Um, yeah, because <laughs> like, I didn't want to tell him I just had a date. But yeah. so what, like what if I did make myself a drink at, at night alone and enjoyed my own company? Like what's so wrong? with that isn't that like the point of this whole thing is to stay inside and entertain yourself in any way possible and that means tequila exactly so I was like all right not feeling the second guy but the first guy was yeah I would go on a date with him once this is over yeah I was actually on dating apps too because I was (laughs) you know you gotta entertain yourself somehow exactly I matched with a guy and he's super cute but he also lives in LA so maybe I'll try that method because yeah, I've mean, had a talk since, so I don't know if he's still feeling it. Since <laughs> no, um, just near future where we'll actually be meeting at all, because um, I'm currently in Virginia. But we'll see. Yeah, Keep it's trying. worth a shot, even if it's not that guy. Like, Facetime a different guy and and see how yeah. it goes. It's it's fun. My dad will love that. I'll be like, Dad, I need the room. I'm gonna be on a Facetime date. <laughs> well, so what much. would your dad do? What would he say? <laughs> roll his eyes and be like oh I don't like it I don't know he would not be into that or they would just be concerned for my safety which is really funny but wow I'm basically living at home again as like a high schooler I said so yeah yeah do you have siblings yeah I have a brother he spends most of his day though like playing video games Mm. 
which I feel like most guys are probably doing now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Time. He's so hanging out with friends while playing video games and they think like, that craziest stuff while they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have two brothers too and they did play video games last night, but last night it was the first time like all of us were home. So we did like a cards game and we did some TikTok videos. So fun. And then I even like smoked weed downstairs with my brothers after, <laughs> which I don't do regularly, but I was like, yeah. fuck it. Exactly. When in quarantine. Living yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you've inspired me. So I'll start, I'll start looking. <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. Cause next one, <laughs> next podcast, we'll have said break down her FaceTime dates. We're not promising anything, but we'll, we'll try and find one. <laughs> No promises. Um, okay, guys. Well, enjoy this episode with Nicole. It's a good one. Have a listen. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, find us on Instagram. If you like our episodes, share them. Yeah. Well, stay tuned and enjoy the episode, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Bad Behavior. I'm here with Sydney. And Nicole Lopez, welcome. Thanks for being here, Nicole. Oh my God, no, thank you. I'm so happy to be here <laughs> during this whole Yay. crazy time. I'm really happy I could talk to you guys. Me too. Thanks for talking to us. Um, so Nicole, you're in Miami right now? Yes, yeah. How's it going down there? I don't know, it's been crazy. Like the beaches are closed, the clubs and bars are all closed during this coronavirus but people are still going out so we'll see if there's going to be a lockdown soon because everyone is on the streets everyone's still going out as if nothing's happening I feel like it's Florida's having the hardest time with this (laughs) (laughs) so true no and then those videos of beachgoers like chilling on the beach as if nothing's happening and then yeah Florida has a bad rep and (laughs) now it's just getting worse (laughs) Were those videos so infuriating to you guys? Like, I was watching that and my blood was boiling. I was like, or like, it's just like the epitome of people not listening and mm-hmm. being very selfish. Yeah. No, no, it pissed me off because it's like now we're going to have to probably have a lockdown just because these kids have been going out drinking and then they don't care that they come home to like their grandma. Like, they don't see the big picture. They don't see how them getting sick can infect like thousands of people. Right. Crazy. And Nicole, your dad and mom are both in like the healthcare field, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so your dad's cool. a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad's a doctor. He does internal medicine. He works at two hospitals in Miami. And then my mom's a psychiatrist. So they're both dealing with this kind of hands on. Like my mom has her patients who wow. they're going to start doing virtual sessions so that like no one gets sick and she could work from home. But then. Sorry, has your dad worked with anyone that's been suffering from coronavirus? No, no, thankfully not yet. But apparently even this morning, like three doctors quit because they're getting, they're too old and like there's not enough masks to even cover and protect these doctors. Damn. Crazy. Like like no one's been prepared. So like nurses don't have the proper equipment to protect themselves and neither do doctors. So I'm a little worried about it. They're like soldiers going to battle at this point. Like they're on the front lines of this crazy disease and you can't really like, it's coming from all directions. It's it's really, really scary. It it's is. True. I agree. So let's talk about your home life then a little bit, Nicole. So are you always, because <laughs> your dad's a doctor and then your mom's a psych- psychiatrist. And then have you always lived in Miami? Yeah, pretty much born and raised Miami girl. I even have like the Miami accent that probably is running out because I've been stuck here quarantined in my home. So. Just talking to your grandma all the time. <laughs> I know. No, and now my grandma and I, because of the coronavirus, I'm trying to like keep my distance. Mm-mm. That's why actually my followers are like, where is she? Is she okay? Like, they're like, well, how come we don't have like more content <laughs> from your grandma? And I'm like, What's your grandma's name again? Mama Fina. Mama Fina. <laughs> She seems to have high spirits, though. Yeah, yeah, she's good. But she got angry that I went to Publix and I went to, like, I went grocery shopping. Oh, yeah, I bet. So I keep on, like, exposing her so she gives me dirty looks. 
<laughs> but we just yeah. discovered um, that in Virginia they have like grocery delivery, mm-hmm. so I think we're gonna try doing that now. Because I was trying not to let my mom go out either. I was like, no, you're gonna stay here. My know, brother and I will. <laughs> that wild. I um I was in New York City and I just came to my parents' house in New Jersey. And the other day, like, there was only one elevator working in my building. And so there was, like, four people in the elevator. And I, like, made a joke. I was like, everyone hold your breath. But I guess it was, like, too soon because nobody thought it was funny. (laughs) That's very true. Like, how you can't help it but be in that situation with a crowded elevator. That's not your fault. Exactly. I can't imagine being in New York City right now. Like, just because everyone's just, like, always on top of each other even mm-hmm. if you try not to be so yeah true scary times scary times wait so jen where are you i'm in new jersey now okay um yeah that's good she's safe now <laughs> at home where we all are <laughs> i feel like i'm now being back home with like my family i've returned to like being a high schooler and like <laughs> for real <laughs> doing all the normal high school things just like my mom makes dinner and then I don't know I do like chores around the house it's just like <laughs> back to oh being God. 18 again I love it's it okay. yeah I don't know it's definitely humbled everyone probably and at least yeah it's just like it's definitely humbling <laughs> um, <laughs> so Nicole you always lived at home right you've never moved out for college or anything or do you no I do like no, thankfully I got the taste of freedom. Or else you did. I, yeah, that'd be a little scary if I just lived straight at home all the time. But I did do uh, I went to college in DC for two years where I was like studying musical theater and singing and acting. So I did that. That's right. And I lived in DC. So I lived in the dorm and I had the dorm life. So I got that You got away for a little bit, which is good. Yeah, exactly. And then then I moved back home because I transferred to University of Miami. So uh, that's okay. when I in the home life again. But then I did a quick stint in New York City after graduating, but I only lasted three months. <laughs> like the second it started getting cold, I moved back to Miami. I know. Yeah, that's why I moved. <laughs> I know, for real. Winters are the worst. Um, is it pretty common though? You, I feel like you've talked about this before, Nicole. Is it common for like Hispanic families to live together for long periods of time, like yeah. until usually, I guess the the kids like get married? Is that usually yeah. like a common thing there? Yeah, it really is. It's kind of crazy, even for guys and girls. It doesn't matter. It's like you go to college, you can go to Florida State or anywhere you want, far away. But then they all start coming back, and then people like if their families are their moms are so loving that parents still want to care for their kids even when they're in their late 20s and more of a Hispanic thing or like a Florida thing I don't even know it's like a Hispanic it's definitely a Latin culture thing that like it's totally normal if a girl stays at home until she gets married and then they buy a house or rent an apartment like it's very taboo if you move in with your boyfriend into an apartment before marriage Mm. that's not like in the rule book of my grandma would definitely faint if like I was moving in with some guy in an apartment without a ring on it or without you know what I mean yeah no no that would be like looked down upon for your like family dynamic too I think it's probably better would you say like that you live at home to help out with your family like mm-hmm. I talk about like your brother a little bit too because I know that you help out a lot with him yeah. exactly so my brother has autism and he's had it his whole life and he's my twin brother so I'm definitely, and he's my only sibling, so I definitely help out so much when it comes to the family dynamic. My parents are divorced, so I help my mom and my grandma raise my brother and help up. Yeah, and I help around the house at all times, like whenever I can. And it would be kind of like a waste right now for me to be spending my money on an apartment on top of all that. You know what I mean? And it's like, what? And if I do get a boyfriend soon, who knows, maybe I'll move in with him and break my grandma's heart. <laughs> but I don't know. There's no reason for me to be spending like a monthly rent when I could be helping my family. I don't know. Yeah, I've always been torn about that. Oh, like that. Like even when I went on The Bachelor in Bachelor in Paradise, I kind of felt guilty that I'd be leaving my brother and my grandma in my mom's hands. Mm-hmm. But my grandma, my mom is so strong. She can handle 
Like, she wants me to be happy. She wants me to move on. So eventually, they all want me to get out of the house and, you know, find a husband and have my own career. Nicole, how old are you? I'm 27. Baby. Love it. What was that dynamic for you and, like, your little brother growing up with him being your twin and him having Mm -hmm. autism? Like, how did that work for, like, you going to school and just, like, regular kid stuff? Well, I'm so lucky that my mom's a psychiatrist, so she always made sure that when my brother, who has autism, was going to speech therapy and going to the hospital and, like, going through so many things and, like, tantrums, she always made sure I had friends over to distract me. She always put me in summer camp. Like, she always had me so busy that I barely noticed all the drama and, like, chaos that was happening with my brother. You know what I mean? So my mom made sure, like, I was always, like, getting the attention I needed and, like... I was super happy. Like, I thought AJ, for me, my twin brother was normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my best friends growing up, we all thought he was normal. Like, we never said he was strange or like, what does he have? We just accepted him. So that was amazing. Like all my friends growing up, all my neighbors, they all grew up having this like special autism, autistic friend. So that was really special. We all grew up like just so accepting. Your mom's a rock star. I yeah. know. She's amazing. I don't know how she does it. And she works and she's raising AJ who's like still on different medicines and we're still trying to like balance him out because you know, there's no care for autism. There's no pills that you take. It's just like a mixture of things. And you guys had that scare last year with him, right? Mm-hmm. Where, kind of, where he was in the hospital for a while? Yeah. Yeah, he just he was in the hospital for a little bit and then it's kind of scary. It reminded me of like what's going on now with people being on respirators and life support machines basically in the ER that's Mm. almost where AJ was because he ended up getting a lung infection wow and thank god that happened when it did back in October and November oh that's so true right like because they're like having to send patients away with other things besides coronavirus because the hospitals are so packed right now wow I can't imagine if that was happening oh yeah currently Mm mm-hmm yeah, so cool. we're lucky. We're all safe at home in Miami. But then my dad, of course, is like, he has no choice but but to expose himself because mm-hmm. he's a doctor. And then... Does he, he stay away from the house when he comes back? Well, he yeah, he comes into the house and stuff, but he washes his hands and we're all super careful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. AJ still needs his restaurant, so we go to, we get takeout for him. Supporting the local businesses. <laughs> I know AJ single. My brother single handedly. Miami <laughs> local. What's his favorite food? Well, he loves like pop Pizza Hut, just like Burger American <laughs> diet. Fridays. <laughs> I don't even know. Just like all that stuff. Italian food, cheese sticks. <laughs> when I was home, your mom was like, "We got to get the soda out of the house." AJ, just <laughs> stop drinking. <laughs> so true. Oh, man. I know you got a taste of what it's like. Yeah, that American diet. I mean, it's a big thing. <laughs> okay, so when you're living at home and all that, whose idea was it for you to go on The Bachelor? Oh, my God. I, I swear it was my mom's idea, but she fights me on it. <laughs> she's like, no, of course I would never tell you to do that show. Oh, my God. But then she's the one when I was a senior in college. I, was, I had never had a boyfriend, but I had dated tons of assholes that I thought would turn to boyfriends, but it never worked out because they would just ghost me or be flaky. So then I was, like, watching The Bachelor. It was, like, Andy Dorfman season or something. I have no idea. This was, like, back in 2015. My mom was like, you could do it. I was like, right, I can do it. And I just grabbed my laptop and randomly applied. How old were you then? So I was, like, 22. So I was way too young. This is the first time I applied. I applied twice to be on The Bachelor. And then the first time I applied, I actually went through and I got in, I guess, to, like, the second round. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, sweetie, I think, like, The Bachelor is going to be Ben Higgins. Like, you're too young. I wish you were older. So I guess they liked my story that I had been single. And mm-hmm. my was horrible. For dating. So then yeah. I said, no. I'm like, no, thank you. I thought The Bachelor could ruin your career. <laughs> I was super confused. I thought... Like, Miami would hate me. It'd be embarrassing. I had no... Like, social media influencers weren't a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So I had never followed any of them on the on Instagram. So I was worried. So then I told them, no, I'm only 22. I'm going to work in New York. 
like forget this thank you and then years later I was bored at the news station when I was working in Miami at a news station uh-huh like in 2017 my best friend called me again and was like dude you need a like you need to apply why not you already did it once like I think it's meant to be now they're getting famous and whatever it was like crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, she called me like, dude, like you should do it. You're you're single again. Like what the hell? Well, because I had a boyfriend for a brief period of time. Ah, uh, okay. Right, like, exactly. So I finally got my first boyfriend and all that. So, you got a taste of love. I can't <laughs> no, psh. unreciprocated love. <laughs> no, yeah. I was with like an asshole. No, nothing. Just like the reason why I actually really applied is. My friend Noelle, who had called me to reapply, she met Christina Schulman in LA, oh, and that yeah. was the reason why Noelle got inspired to tell me to apply. And it was funny; it, was, it became Noelle- a full circle moment in paradise when I told Christina that she was the reason why I applied. Oh yeah, that's like crazy! Like many mm-hmm. years of build up for you to be on The Bachelor. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's true. Did you? know it was Colton when you were applying for this time? For the time that you made it on the show? Um, I mean, yeah. For, for, exactly. So I was hoping it was going to be Blake. Well, this is pre-Blake. This is like Blake when it was he was pure and had no drama connected to his name, no stagecoach. None of that had happened. He yeah. was just like heartbroken after like a confirmed season, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I hope it's I him would, yeah. or I hope it's Jason. Not because not at Colton. that point, <laughs> I know Jason was single, Blake was still pure and innocent. I was like, Oh my god, I hope it's one of them. And then, yeah, yeah it was cool. But I wasn't like depressed or anything. I was like, Okay, okay, I can dig it. A football player, okay. <laughs> you dated two football players, you did Colton, and then you did Clay on Paradise. Who <laughs> sees? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. But thank you, players. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but I think now I'm over them. Okay, got it under your system. So being stuck home in quarantine is not the easiest thing. It's a little bit challenging for most of us, especially for those of us who are now living with our families, who aren't used to living with our families like me. It's six of us living under one roof with three dogs and a cat, and it's just, you know, it's pretty crazy times. It's adjusting, work is hard, but we're figuring it out, and we're all together in this. But the good thing about the quarantine is that it's leaving some time to do other things like self-care, fitness, and I've definitely been drinking a lot more. I think my tolerance is going to be what it was in college after this quarantine. <laughs> but that being said, just taking a quick second to shout out our amazing grand partners. The first is Ebonel Skincare. A little bit about Ebonel Skincare. They are an organic, cruelty-free, and free of any parabens, sulfates, and fragrances company that creates all their products out of California. They are affordable and these products are such high quality for these prices. It's pretty it's pretty insane and they actually work. I've been using them for a while. GBB listeners get 20% off your order by using the code GBB20. I've been enjoying their peeling gel. I've been putting it on, hopping in the bath. I have all this time for self-care now. Their peeling gel is great because it visibly lifts dead skin cells and gently yet effectively exfoliates. They also have the hyaluronic acid that I love, which you know really helps hydrate your skin and create that young looking skin without wrinkles and reducing fine lines. Uh, don't forget to use your code GBB20 at checkout and you can find them at ebanel.com. That's E-B-A-N-E-L.com. Our next sponsor is Niche Imports. Now I have a huge sweet tooth, so this is one of my favorites dessert liqueurs. It's a gourmet specialty from Austria. It's made with 100% all natural ingredients. It's Belgian chocolate, bourbon, vanilla, fresh cream, sugar, West African cocoa beans. I enjoy it lightly chilled, but you can also pour it over coffee, in coffee rather, or over ice cream. And they have a ton of cocktail recipes on their Instagram. Check them out on Instagram at Mozart Chocolate Liqueur. They come in five flavors, but the chocolate is my favorite. Guys, if you need anything for gifting, like when this quarantine is over, I'm sure once this quarantine is over, we're gonna be like partying and seeing our friends nonstop. It's really put 
things into perspective, right? So if you ever do need something for like a gift for a host or something, I know we're gonna be parting a lot after this, it's great for that because it's wrapped in this beautiful gold uh, foil and it's like a, just a great gift for any occasion, whether you're bringing it to a host or for over the holidays. Uh, you can find them at www.rniche.com and you can check out on their site to find a location nearest to you where you can buy it. You must be 21 years or older. Enjoy responsibly. And last but not least, I know I'm trying to stay healthy and fit during this this quarantine. Uh, I have been taking runs outside, trying to stay eating healthy, which is hard because at my family's house they have so much cheese and like good tasting stuff so it's kind of annoying but um, I'm trying to stay on track with Vital Nutrients. Vital Nutrients is dedicated to manufacturing high quality supplements that promote health, wellness, and vitality. So it's a supplement company. I really enjoy their proteins. It's trusted by hospitals and consumers worldwide. Um, they require 16 areas of testing and the FDA only requires four. So it, that says something about the quality of their products. Their products taste great. I love their proteins. And um, you can find them at vitalnutrients.net. Vital Nutrients is giving you 10% off for a limited time, so use code GBB10 at checkout, and make sure you check out their whole site because they have so many supplements and so many cool things that can help you stay on track during this time, this quarantine time. Not only during this time, really any time, but especially during this time where we have extra free time on our hands to stay a little bit more fit and healthy than usual. So again, using your code GBB10 at checkout, and it's vitalnutrients.net. So was your, how did your mom and like your grandma feel when you were going on the show? They were excited for The Bachelor because they knew that was like a big deal. But then after I came back from The Bachelor, I was so like, I was like in a weird funk for a whole month, just like we all were probably, like you were. Somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're all in a funk. So then of course they were like, why would you do this again? Like you want to go on Paradise? Like, what do you mean after all that? And then... So they were a little bit skeptical. Like they didn't really watch Paradise. Mm. Did, you, like, we did they ask Paradise right away when you got off? What? Do they the producers ask you to do Paradise like right away when you got off, or was it like they had to well, convince I you? Knew, I kind of knew. Yeah, like I would, think, mm. I would hear things like, "Girl, are you still single? Like, don't date anyone." Like I would hear little things like that casually, like, "Oh, you want to be single for summer, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I would get hints like that, so I always knew. I was like, uh, God damn it. Like, I've always known. Like, I always knew that I was going to do Paradise. And let's talk about your mentality going into Paradise, because remember how you were like, I'm going to leave tomorrow. Like, you oh, didn't I think know, you were going to crazy. So, like, it was, <laughs> when I first got there, I don't know why. I was just like, I looked at all these guys, and I knew they were famous. Like, for me, they had stalked Blake so much, had stalked all these people. I'm like, ooh, I'm not going to fall in love with any of these people. Like, I can't talk to them. I'm not going to flirt with them and pretend to flirt. I was, like, in shock for some reason. And all the producers, everyone on set was like, Nicole, you have to reach out to guys. Like, come on, flirt. <laughs> come on, Miami mommy. Like, come on, you're the Latin girl. You could flirt. I was like, Ugh. I was like, never mind, abort. <laughs> this isn't going to work out. I'm sorry. I'm going home first episode. But then I somehow made can it all the way about- Can we talk about the moment that everything changed and how you got your first, like, oh, yeah. date? <laughs> I love how you know all this. <laughs> I, I was there so you you're refreshing my memory because I've blocked all this <laughs> I believe we're suppressed all of these memories probably because of play sure. but yeah basically I was walking we're all on the beach bored looking at the water and the guys were working out and then I go oh my god take that and she'll she'll say that it was her idea but it was my idea but I was like, oh my god, like, how funny would it be if, like, we were just walking and all of a sudden I pretend to eat it in the sand. Like, I just, I'll pretend to trip. And we'll see what guys come up to me. <laughs> and she was like, let's do it. Oh my god, let's do it. So then we ran on the beach. I tripped and fell. I ate it. And I was, like, acting like, my leg. Oh my god, my ankle, my ankle. And then Clay, I don't even know who it was, like, Derek and Clay, like, ran out of nowhere. Like, oh my god, is she Okay. And then everyone else just laughed and, like, left. And then Clay was the only one who was like, oh, my God, is it okay? And then I remember 20 minutes later, 
Sydney, I was like sitting with you, and then he came by, like, oh my god, your leg is it better? Aww. Yeah. Aww. And then that was like night. I talked to him for the first time. That's like in olden times when you would drop your handkerchief and like the guy would retrieve it, and that was like his end to talk to you. That was like a mm-hmm. modern day version of that. That's <laughs> so, so true. You see, and yeah. it worked. Mm-hmm. It's like the bend and snap, like these little movements. Really like, grab guys' attention. That like being the mistress in distress, you know, it actually works. <laughs> I mean, that's it's like a very old fashioned way of doing it, but I'm all about it. Yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. And then basically you guys hit it off right away mm-hmm. were you expecting that not at all but I think it was because I didn't like anyone else <laughs> and then I was like okay we can vibe I can have a conversation with you so it wasn't like I will say we had- it was more like okay you're also like he was stressed too which I liked mm-hmm. yeah you guys seem to like cr- connect at least like friends at first and like you I feel like he was the first person that you were like comfortable opening mm-hmm. up to which is good. But let's talk about yeah, then exactly. what happened. Were you okay? So you get to the end of paradise. We were all shocked the entire time that you were even still in a relationship. And then meanwhile, you got, we'll, we'll skip over the fact that you got asked on like seven dates. We'll come back to that. But did you like expect <laughs> oh, yeah. engaged or what were you no. thinking towards like the end of that experience? No, I mean, I didn't even have a dress. Like the dress I wore is a dress Tasha wore. That's how, like, I didn't even bring a white dress. I didn't bring enough dresses for it to last until I did. That's how little I could yeah. I didn't, you know, I just did not expect it at all. I thought I'd be home, like, easily in, like, two weeks, casual, like, get kicked off midway, <laughs> just like usual, <laughs> how I was on The Bachelor. So <laughs> I was not expecting it at all. Did you? Do you think if, say, things went differently and, like, Clay had gotten his shit together... Do you think that if he would have asked you to marry him, would you have said yes in that moment? No, I don't know. No, because I firmly believe that I, that I want my family to meet who I'm going to be engaged to. I don't yeah, know. I agree I with I that. Would, I, think, I, would, I would rather leave as a couple and then we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicole, I'm so glad it ended it the way it did because we really weren't compatible in the end, I realized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's hard because I feel like in that world, you can get very, like, romantic about it. And it seems like everyone's in your head telling you that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think ultimately that's what should have happened <laughs> with you two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did okay. – so then you guys – you guys, the first time you saw each other after Paradise was at the reunion, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you would. The first time I saw each other was literally on stage, which they didn't even show. They didn't but show. I'm, really and glad, I also, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. Oh, why are you glad that they didn't show it? Because I don't think anyone wants to hear us fighting. Like, no one likes to hear me, like, kind of like accusing him and him accusing me. Like, I'm actually so glad that the attention was averted because mm-hmm. I probably. I didn't get any haters. I didn't get any, like, bad remarks. You know what I mean? It was kind of like I was able to just write down what I wanted and then. So, I don't know. I feel like arguing on stage would have just annoyed people watching, like, viewers in America. That's like, a good point. Really nice argue. Yeah, so that was good. But then what was bad is the way I was super petty and, like, heated. And, like, any comment I saw, obviously, like, I just felt super personal because I wasn't able to share it on national tv mm-hmm. yeah so i was a little upset that it was kind of confusing as to what side to take like america didn't know whether to choose clay side or my side it wasn't that clear one thing that really stood out to me when you were in paradise is when you sat down clay's ex what was her name oh angela mm-hmm. yeah and you were like talking to her and I loved oh, yeah, how you like that super close because I totally realized where she came from. Like the little my one month with, with Clay, Angela put up with it for months and months. And we both have happily realized <laughs> that he's just living he's loving life being that single bachelor, you know? You bonded over that. <laughs> I yeah, love it. <laughs> she helped me at the end. That really gave me clarity. Like I was able to even face him stronger just knowing that 
like America, all these women, like literally I received probably like a hundred thousand messages. I don't even know how many in the span of a wow. month after that wow. happened. Because everyone was like, How cool. they were and I still get messages of girls DMing me going, you know what? I look like I saved your post so I can look back on it like every so often wow. so I can read it to myself. Like Aww. I guess I wrote this post about like if you're not happy you should leave whoever you're with. Yeah, I remember that. How did your like um feedback compare from when you left The Bachelor to when you left Paradise? Oh my as God. far as like yeah, social media. I feel like I had like America got to know me better. I had like a storyline that wasn't just token Latina who got kicked <laughs> off halfway and got into a huge argument with Onyeka. That was horrible. Oh my God, that Onyeka thing? No. Yeah, did you like experience bullying or negativity from the Onyeka stuff when you left Bachelor? They, well, once again, people were just happy to see both of us go because they didn't want to see the argument and like the back mm. and forth you know, that bickering, catfighting. America hates to see that at all times. It's yeah. weird because they hate it, but then the show promotes it so much and they they hate it, but they I love know. it in a way. Yeah, it's true. But I just, I'm so glad Paradise happened because that whole crying, the way they portrayed me crying so much, all of that was like washed away. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, much I different. The clay, yeah, like this woman who actually had all these dates. At one point, there was an article headline that cracked me up so much. So I went from zero. I never even went on a date with Colton. <laughs> True. Like I, never even, like, I literally never went on a one-on-one with Colton. Like, I barely got to know him. I feel like he barely remembers me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, I'm paradise. <laughs> yeah, I'm paradise. I'm like, apparently, like... How many dates did you go on? I don't even know. Just, like, five? Like, five out. Is that a record? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. No, but I only went out... I went out with three different guys, though. Three different guys. Three different guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that week. We're all like, damn, Nicole is getting after it. It was impressive. <laughs> and then you saw like some headline was like, how did Nicole become queen of the beach? <laughs> I was like, how is this real life? Um, I don't know. Blow up for sure. <laughs> but no, I, I don't even know. I'm just, just talking about it. It's crazy. Yeah, oh my that's gosh. A, my real life is so much more calm <laughs> than all that drama <laughs> from that little TV show. So if they if you find were to find yourself single again, would you ever go back on one of these shows? No, no. Like I was, it's like tempting just because the actual filming is so much fun. Yeah, like filming is fun. The all the cast and crew, like the producers, are so much fun. Like you get to be with your friends. You get to avoid your phone, which I actually love. Like you get mm-hmm. to like be in the world and put on this like alter ego in a way. Yeah. So that's the fun part, but I don't know, like the backlash, like the stress and like putting off my life for a couple more months again sounds horrible and daunting. Right. Yeah. It can really change like the course of your life unintentionally Mm -hmm. for like a long time. Well yeah, you know firsthand you've seen Becca be super happy and now she's like on she was on this tour, like hosting. Like that would have never happened in a million years if she didn't become bachelorette or even yeah it can go both ways. It can be like really positive or super negative yeah. um which we all saw with peter who would have thought oh my god um how do you feel about peter moving out of his house <laughs> i think it's like cuban i think it's yeah, like it doesn't make sense because he's traveling all the time he's a pilot like why is he gonna waste money on apartment where when he's like staying at hotels all the time and then when he wants to come home, he's going to go visit his mom and, like, she's going to cook for him and all that. And then he's going to jump on a plane again. So true. Okay. And, like, How yeah, like, I get it. I get it. How did you feel about the end of that season? Like, did you want him with either know, of those like, girls? Like, and I just realized that, yeah, our season, the girls were amazing. Like, we had such polarizing, intense characters. Like, so many mm-hmm. of them. Even, like, if you look at... The ones who left early, even they were intense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even like the girls, like even I'm barely remembering, but oh my god, I've really blocked so much of the bachelor out that I'm already having like amnesia. <laughs> like I forgot people's names, except for you and Tasha. No I'm kidding, but like Tracy and like people like that. 
Yeah. They were all polarizing characters. On this season, I don't remember a single person except for the champagne girl, Chelsea. Yeah. And then the final two girls. And then maybe that attorney lawyer who were, you know, that's all Mm -hmm. I remember. So I guess now looking back, we had a good season. Um, I feel like the difference between the two seasons, though, is that this season mm-hmm. seemed to have a lot of the... No one was really friends with each other. That's true. It seemed. Like, that's the difference, where this season didn't... I couldn't really get into it, because I wasn't connected to any of them. That's true. I don't know. It would made me a little no, sad. I, mean, I guess like, they focused so much on us becoming friends, and they focused on our storyline so much, because Colton kind of was more... I don't know, he was more, like, shy or timid, I guess. So we had mm-hmm. really strong characters like Demi and Onyeka and all these people. And even like Kaylin and Hannah Brown. And we had all these intense, amazing, like accomplished or like you, Taisha. Yeah, we had like a lot of like characters, but the, like real women. And we definitely had a broader age range. Yeah. From an yeah, outsider. We actually had a pretty like, like, mixed group, even of races and cultures. Now looking back, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Diverse. Yeah. It seems like you guys had a better like sense of self than this than Peter season. Mm-hmm. Girls. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I guess like a lot of them now, the more and more they watch and learn from like our mistakes, girls are gonna go on knowing what to say. Like I feel like it's gonna be more and more of girls going on trying to be the next Hannah Ann, trying to be the next Hannah G. So it's going to be hard to get girls who just are going to be themselves. Right? Yeah. Like, if I watched our season, I would have taken notes and be like, damn, okay, never talk bad about this, about anyone. Never do this. Say as little as possible. Nod and look pretty. Nod and look pretty. <laughs> right? That's, that you <laughs> that's, like, that's literally how you get far. Nod and look pretty. Stare at the camera. Stare at the boy. And then, like, hee hee. No, that's literally the way you <laughs> to end. <laughs> I swear, now I know. But I didn't know anything. I was like stressed working. I applied for the show and I just went. <laughs> I jumped on that plane. I didn't take notes. I didn't prepare at all. So now leaving that show, how how is your dating life like post Bachelor? Like, do you go on dating like, apps? Are you like how does it work? I don't know. I had to go on the dating app because everyone in Miami totally freaked out over me. They all think I'm a celebrity. Like every Miami <laughs> guy I used to know, or all the guys who used to slide into my DMs before the Bachelor, they've all gone silent. Like, all of them, because they all assume I have, like, guys with stupid blue check marks sliding into my DMs. Like, they all assume, like, I'm dealing with higher-up people. But I couldn't yeah. be, like, worse than the truth. I'm just in Miami looking for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just a bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Like, I'm just, like, willing to talk to anyone. So, Were I you go on Yeah, so I was on Hinge. Just hinge. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I downloaded Bumble and it was ugly. Like the interface, like the actual app was too crazy and ugly and weird. And the guys were, <laughs> they were writing too much, and Hinge mm-hmm. was like prettier and organized. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. After, tell me about the five dates that you went on in a row on Hinge. <gasps> yeah, oh my god, I need. To, I know I need to like tell the world about this. Okay, but, well, let's talk about. It. <laughs> so basically. Back in November, I downloaded Hinge, and it was kind of during that period when I was visiting my brother, who's in the hospital, so I had a lot of free time, and my mom was like, get on Hinge, like, let me help you get on Hinge, so then I was like, fine, let me do it, so I started talking to these guys, but I have ADD, so I'm not going to be texting them for like two weeks, Uh or something I'm going to forget, so I just go, you know what, let me just plan five dates with five guys and become my own bachelorette. (laughs) Oh my god! And it really worked. Like, it was insane. Like I didn't think all of a sudden I had a Monday date, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, want to just meet Tuesday?" So all of a sudden, <laughs> like all these like doctors, lawyers, pre med people lined up from Monday through Friday. That's amazing. It was but it actually worked, and like it made me, it gave me like that second like I don't even know boost I needed after Paradise. Yeah. I feel like we all need it. Like it was good. I got to look pretty. I went out, even if it didn't work out. Like it just feels good. To, like put yourself out there, meet new people. But I did have like, one horrible experience. Where the it's kind of nice to do it in those terms, because then it's like mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, then you can just like move on and say you did it, and then come back to it when you're like looking or when you're mm-hmm. like need something else. You I don't know. I feel like I go on. 
No, the guys what? who I the guys who I bonded with over like text message and through chat were the ones that were horrible in person, and then the ones that barely talked to me and wrote tiny like they barely wrote sentences. Those guys were way better in person. Interesting. Like the, bad, the good texters were horrible in person, but then the bad texters were amazing in person. That's oh, like that's... the key thing I learned. Like, so you can't judge at all. You have to meet. You have to meet up. You know, people right now are moving, like because we're all quarantined and we're all meeting like online. Yeah, we're trying to. Like, once the quarantine is over, you have to meet in person. That's the only way to know. Right. So true. So we're all. <laughs> so we're, I can write a book about online dating now. <laughs> that's how I feel. Or about dating in general. I need like a website. I've tried all different forms. All I need is that love is blind. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you like looking for in a guy, Nicole? What's your ideal man? About the like sexual chemistry and the attraction. Like at first I just think like that foundation of friendship really needs to be there. Because that means like they're gonna care for you no matter what, no matter what you look like, or if you have a family emergency, they're gonna like they just get it because they like care about you as a person. So that's like the kind of guy I need who's gonna like love the family, love me, no matter what happens, even if life isn't perfect. That's the kind mm-hmm. of guy I'm looking for. Someone that's gonna like fit into your family unit. And also like someone who isn't, like, uh, obsessed with their social media. Like, someone who's very low-key, isn't into, like, dressing up for like, a photo shoot or, like, I don't know. Those guys are just, like, um... Yeah, like, so since you're, like, so active on social media, how would you feel if the guy that you were dating was, like, didn't even have Instagram or something? No, that'd be good. That's what I need. I don't want someone to, like, egg me on to start posting more and, like, I don't know. No, I would I would be too paranoid. Like I don't like when guys are way too active. That's just me. I could be. The I usually find it worse if they don't have it. Right. Like, it's almost no, like too. a turn off. No, it is. It's like no, it's such a turn on. Or especially when their Instagram is horrible. That's such a turn on when yeah. they barely post. Like it's just weird things. Like nothing makes sense. Like their stories are horrible. I'm like <sighs> they post like once every three years. <laughs> exactly that's what, that's what you need that's what you love that's like that's the best like i can't oh even God. find like i love when you can't e- you could barely find a good picture of them mm-hmm. when you try to send one to your friend and you're like wait there's better I'm, i promise i love that mm-hmm. wait, wait, have you been dating online have i mm-hmm. um no well i was the problem is i was on tour so oh, I true. was like, couldn't. Oh, I was in the city a day. Oh, that tour looked amazing, for real. Yeah, R.I.P. for now. <laughs> yeah, but who was doing um, the choreography? Were you helping like choreograph? No, we had a choreographer. He's done. He's like worked on Madonna's tour and stuff. So he's like super major. But um, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get back to it when the world somewhat goes back to normal. Hopefully sooner than later. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, I mean, How's What? Sorry, how is everyone maintaining their, like, sanity during this time? I don't even know. Oh. Thank God for stuff like this <laughs> and communicating and all the times and all that because that really helps. But I agree. I think, I, had... needed it. I think our generation needed this pause because we're obsessed with wasting the money we earn at work on happy hour and on trips. And I feel like we don't plan our future. Mm-hmm. Definitely puts things into perspective for sure. Nicole, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel like being on The Bachelor and in, in, in Paradise kind of prepared us for quarantine? <laughs> so true. Do like everything, like the silence, being alone, isolation, yeah. thinking, being with your thoughts. <laughs> That's yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. You're so, I never thought of that. We have, like, internet, which is nice, but I feel like I was somewhat prepared for this. <laughs> oh my God. So true. Oh, my God. It's super funny. Yeah, what's the first thing you guys are going to do when this quarantine is over? Like, where are you going to go first? Restaurant. What? Yeah, which? what would be your go-to first? I don't know. One with, like, a bunch of people, and we're all, like, smiling, saying hi. I'm, like, <laughs> shaking everyone's hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just like, be, like, enjoying every moment, watching a menu. <laughs> like, it's just scary hot. <laughs> I 
I don't even yeah. know grocery shopping without being paranoid. <laughs> Everything's yeah. gonna be amazing. I know. Well, yeah, we're all gonna appreciate life so much sooner than later. Agreed. Well, Nicole, how can <laughs> um, I keep talking forever? I'm like I know, a therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nicole, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Oh, well, they can find me on Instagram at Nicole Lovar. That's where I post weird things and stories, and they could always DM me there. And on Twitter, at Nicole Lovar. She's a very good follow, I will say. (laughs) You too. You with that that spandex doing flips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's always cartwheeling. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing this with us and, yeah, taking time out of your very busy oh. quarantine day to and talk with us. <laughs> I know. Thank you. You just, like, made my entire day. This was the only thing oh, on my schedule like, for the next three days. Same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. Thanks for coming. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.